What up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Dario Hunt from Living Life Fearless. Welcome back to another episode of our Fearless Show podcast. With me today is my guest, as always, Mr. Darius Walker. Say What's going that. on, everybody? Artisty Walker. Welcome back. Living Life Fearless gang. We are, you know, coming back. Just me and Dario this time. Uh, no guests, but we'll have more guests soon. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank y'all for joining us. We got a lot of hot stuff to talk about, you know, specifically a lot of music talk. Yeah, it's definitely been, um, you know, a minute since it was just us two. But I figured there was a lot going on. And we're definitely going to dive into all that, particularly with the Grammys, since that has been a big talking point ever since they recently announced the nominations for 2021 and we definitely have a lot to cover over there but before we get into that i want to hit you guys as usual with some news um starting off i want to say rest in peace to david prouse he played uh, darth vader in the original star mm-hmm. wars and he just passed away at 85 R. R. so man obviously an icon uh he created quite possibly the most iconic character in all of all of film history mm-hmm. even though his voice wasn't used and we never saw his face <laughs> <laughs> that's okay it's all good it was him though next up we're gonna talk about some items that we covered over the last week or so on our on the site so if you want to actually check out the full stories of anything that we are talking about you can do that and head on over for yourself Starting off, Bandcamp is launching their ticketed live streaming for artists. It's going to be called Bandcamp Live. Um, So basically what it is, is what we kind of been doing for our listening parties. Artists will go on there and they'll have like their own live stream that you can buy a ticket for. And you can actually sell merch. You have like your own virtual kind of merch table under the screen for your fans. And it'll be like a live chat thing going on. So, I mean, that was pretty cool. That's cool. That's interesting for a platform to do so they can go d- direct to consumer setup. Yeah. A lot of these artists kind of need that right now, you know? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I think they waited probably a little too long, but glad that they <laughs> came around and like came up with some other option for artists. But they've always been like, you know, at the forefront of doing things for independent musicians, you know, ever since they've, it was like the first Friday of every month. Thing, like 100% of the royalties and fees go to the artist directly. So like they've always been pro pro artists. It's just like another another thing that they're adding for all the artists out there, which is really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Spike Lee is set to direct a musical about the development of Viagra. <laughs> That's so interesting. All right, Spike. So I've, so it's a new movie musical that will tell a story of how Viagra became one of the most popular prescription drugs in the world. It's, it's based on a 2018 uh, Esquire feature, aptly titled, All Rise, the Untold Story of the Guys Who Launched Viagra. So huh. it'll be a movie musical, and it will be produced by Spike Lee's 40 Acres and the Mill Filmworks. And uh, I think it's his first, you know, it's his first musical that he's written and, and directed and produced himself. So that'll be, really? that should be interesting. I want to, cause he hasn't, I mean. He did, he, I mean, musicals are kind of his thing a little bit. I mean, he likes to slide it in there. Not a full music. He's never personally, I think like written and directed one himself. What was that, um, Chirac? Did he write that? 
I don't, I don't know if he wrote it. Because that would technically count. I don't know if he wrote, wrote that. Wrote but, but yeah, that's the closest thing I could think of. That's not a good... Uh, it was, like I said, hey, that's I'm not, not saying that's a good example. I'm just saying... Of his take at musicals. That is not a good example because that was very poorly received by a lot of people that thought we're going to let go love what he was doing. So Nick Cannon's fault. Don't put that on. <laughs> That's not a good example. Um, uh, I just don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious to see what he could do because he doesn't necessarily strike me as like that type of director. And it's kind of like a serious, but goofy, funny, story at the same time and why he always, always used humor and stuff i don't think it's kind of the type of humor you would kind of expect to see almost like almost sounds like a wolf of wall street type of you know situation you know what i'm saying yeah yeah it feels like that like wolf of wall street like i don't know it's it's a strange you know even um tarantino's last film that uh hollywood joint mm-hmm. kind of like just like a it feels like it the movie would have to be that kind of humor. I feel like Tarantino might do a, a really dope job at that kind of movie. unpopular opinion, but that was one of my least favorite Tarantino films. Uh it was the it was the most boring. It was more boring than um Hateful Late or anything else that was long, I'll be honest. I just I got it and I I, I mean, but hey, I'm sorry. They didn't think the payoff <laughs> and the buildup was worth it. Like it was just like okay, it was almost like nah. A, that was the most underwhelming buildup of Tarantino's career. It just felt like kind of a almost fetish for him to like fantasy type of reenact his fantasy, like of how he wished things kind of turned out. Or something. yeah, he got it off. I think he really just wanted to get off a Hollywood film, like a, a straight up old Hollywood film, and like. <sighs> Not my favorite. No. He gets a pass. I probably won't even watch it ever. For everything <laughs> good out, he definitely gets a pass though. So yeah. So yeah, so be on the lookout for that. I think production will start yeah. sometime. Viagra movie, Spike Lee. <laughs> Next up, uh John Lennon's double fantasy album, he, which he signed for his killer, is up for auction in addition to a number another of other big ticket items that music items that have gone up for sale or are about to go up for sale. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So recently, um, Boston's our auction house sold a collection of Bob Dylan documents for almost $500,000, including like unpublished lyrics and letters to American blues musician, Tony Glover and Russia's Neil Peart, uh, his, his, uh, Silk, no, it's Chrome Slingerland drum kit, which he played for Rush from 1974 to 1977, is also being placed on the auction blocks, and it should ex- expect it to sell around 120,000. And obviously, John Legend's double fantasy album, the one he signed for Mark David Chapman, who killed him, um, and he actually signed it just hours before his tragic death. Mm. This is being sold up for auction and it's expected to sell for as much as $2 million. Okay. It's a little crazy. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, that's kind of weird. Like, I mean, he's not a part of it. Wait, so this is Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan was the first auction that happened. The Double Fantasy album, John Lennon's solo album. 
is the one that he signed for his killer. And that is being a fraction that's going to go for like almost two million. Oh, that's really weird. I don't know, man. That's awkward. Like if I was his family, uh, I don't know how I feel about that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it happens though. They be doing that out here in these streets. Stuff like that goes for a lot on the streets. Yeah, that's uh, auction houses for people's collections. Especially when it's something to do with, like, you know, um, murder or anything like that. So, yeah, if it happened, especially uh, a high profile murder, very high profile. Yeah, like George Zimmerman auctioned his gun off. We'll fuck him forever, first of all. Facts, but yeah, just 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 the most ready example I had. (laughs) (laughs) Another terrible example. Hey. But it just proves the point. <laughs> don't don't do that shit. <laughs> Next up, uh, Rudy Giuliani, as a lot of us have known and a lot of us would agree on, he has not been at the top of his game recently. In fact, he's most people say he's fallen far from grace uh, when he was considered a national hero for you know all his actions following the 9/11 attacks in 2001. Ever since then, he's been kind of a shit show uh, from his recent things like being in Borat, uh, being tricked in Borat, and uh, then going on national TV and just acting erratically and spewing crazy shit while having like hair dye, like down your face, and then like spotting and like mucus coming. Like it was one of the nastiest things I've ever seen, like on live TV. Yeah, that was no Photoshop, just gross. Like, So he's been in the news a lot. And because of that, um, he's been trending. He And he <laughs> trended on Twitter. And what we got out of that was actually uh, the Rudy TV movie. Did you know that there was a Rudy TV movie? Uh, nah. First so <laughs> it's trending again on Twitter. Um, somebody retweeted a clip about it. And he's played by James Wood. James Woods, which is ironic and fitting <laughs> and it's just been trending on twitter again and if you haven't you should definitely go over to the site and watch that clip because it's hilarious all right <laughs> i'm gonna check it out that's hilarious that's crazy it's been viewed over like almost three million times from now <laughs> and last piece of news this is not on the site but uh hbo it's coming out with the doc, and I wanted to talk about this doc a minute because it sounds crazy. The doc is called Baby God, and it tells the story of Dr. Quincy Fortier, a fertility specialist who not only preyed on his own children, but inserted his sperm into possibly hundreds of women. Um, so yeah, it's premiering on December 2nd on HBO. And over the course of decades, he, he impregnated an unknown number of female patients at his women's hospital. So he would like mix his own semen in with like other samples. And I heard about that as a story, like just a news cycle, but like not the doc. So that's crazy. The doc's coming out about this. That's nuts. That's so nuts. And what's even crazier is um, when it drops, people are probably gonna, 
who don't know for sure or ever had complications with that, like have to look into it and like find out if this guy was their parent or not. Yeah, I mean, I guess how he got caught in the first place was people started doing like um, those hereditary tests, like to kind of find out, you know, their ancestry, whatever. Yeah. And it just wasn't coming up right, you know, what they expected. And then uh-huh. it just kind of built up and it all kind of traced back to this one dude. And what's crazy is he didn't even lose his license and he continued to work into his 90s from his home. And he was allowed to adopt two daughters. That's crazy. Who he personally gave routine physical exams to. Wow. All right. (laughs) Uh, You know, sometimes there's warning signs and people just don't, you know, respond correctly when they see the signs that maybe this isn't quite up and up over here. (laughs) Sounds like they had opportunity to shut them down. Just let them rock. And I think what's even probably crazier is that this is probably not even like a one-off situation, especially back then. Oh, nah, for sure. I mean, because there was a whole documentary like a year or two ago about um, the orphanage that... um, Did you talk about the triplets? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one. So like just how like the shady circumstances of that... it's just like yo you don't know what what like these legal institutions were doing back in the day like just just doing whatever like we're so more trusting back then especially like a person in that type of position so they're like oh they'll never do anything like no you're realizing that doesn't really matter what your profession is they can be a fucking horrible person Exactly. You go to the sperm bank and you say, I want a doctor, you know, somebody who is smart like a doctor. The doctor goes to the back and he's like, I'm a doctor. So, <laughs> and then <laughs> I mean, catch me and you go. based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> like he faked being a doctor and she's like, come on. Like you can do a lot of shit back then. It was insane. But if anything, uh this new doc, if anything is doing HBO is really putting a lot of pressure on me to Subscribe to this new HBO Max thing they got going on because they're putting out some heat recently. Bro, they almost made me do it last year. I forgot what it was, but like, yeah, no, nah, HBO's been, they always, they've been keeping it back. Like, well, they've always had my, my favorite series probably ever outside of like maybe AMC, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, but you know, that show's over, so. <laughs> but now they got docs on there and now all these crazy docs are coming out with, which they do better than pretty much everybody, including Netflix and. Oh, actually that reminds me, maybe one more topic, the Dave Chappelle beef with HBO and uh, the Netflix uh, taking the showdown. Uh, did you see the little um, Instagram special or whatever he did? It's uh, un something, un um unspoken what was it it was ah uh, i forgot what it was called it did have a title right. what's funny is because i watched it without it you're talking about i'll, I'll forget the, the title okay yeah but like um it wasn't really a comedy it was like a stern talking to about <laughs> uh, some circumstances he was kind of just like similar to that first specially did uh, in quarantine when he had, had like a, a small group of people outside and eight, uh, however many minutes the time was when about the George Floyd thing. Yeah, exactly. 
So it was kind of like a public address, you know, like, so he kind of just stated. It's uh, Unforgiven is the name of it. Unforgiven. Okay. Yeah. So I just thought that was really big um, news, but also interesting, you know, because it is off Netflix, like you said in the show. So uh, that follow through is interesting. Yeah. So for those that don't know and don't know what's going on, um, Chappelle Show, Netflix bought Chappelle Show, the streaming rights to Chappelle Show to start streaming on their site, along with, I think, HBO and maybe one other person. Um, Obviously, Comedy Central owns. But actually, I think Viacom owns Comedy Central and maybe HBO. So I think it's one and the same. But so it was Netflix bought the streaming rights and that irked Dave for many reasons because he doesn't get any money from his show being streamed. Yeah. Which, you know, you think, okay, whatever, you sign a contract, but at the same time, you see like someone like Seinfeld, who's literally made a billion dollars off of straight streaming rights for your own material that you created. Yeah. I understand. Um, so basically what he was saying is like boycott me, boycott, you know, uh Chappelle show until they pay me. So basically don't watch it. And and he has so much clout and like power now that Netflix literally pull it off their service because they don't want to lose that relationship. That relationship is yeah. even bigger than just Chappelle show. We just and, gave him like 80 million in the last three years. So like, we, <laughs> you well, know, we're not going to just keep keep the main deal with them after he signed that first initial deal. So yeah, they, they need him. He's a big reason why people, you know, go to Netflix, like because he, all his specials are coming there now. And he does these cool little one-offs. And yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know how, do you think it's gonna like, it's gonna work for one? And do I mean, you think it's change anything for two? I don't know, man. I don't know, it's weird. I don't know if he's trying to get ownership or partial ownership or like if there could be a, uh, some kind of like structural thing to work out maybe in a, a time frame it might be a 20 year time frame or something he already had signed or something who knows it, it like he said perpetuity so um it sounds like that at least would have to change he might be able to restructure it where at least his kids would get the royalties and maybe he doesn't get it immediately uh but you know the business owns it so like they're gonna they're gonna fight hard to keep it because it is one of the greatest things ever created in the last, you know, couple of decades. I think this is definitely um, was the greatest sketch show ever. And one of the most important pop culture moments on TV, oh. quite honestly. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it came after all the other sketch shows. So we definitely, you know, came off the shoulders, you know, like LeBron after not, Michael. Not, not saying it didn't, but it doesn't change the fact that it's the sketch show ever. That doesn't change the fact of it, you know? Um, it was just too well executed. I don't know. I don't think it's going to... I think that I think Netflix gets more pull, though. I think it's just a, a great head nod to Netflix. Well, Netflix for, already kind of getting shit on for other things, so they didn't want to compound the fact, you know, now you're, like, fucking over Yeah, Dave. but Dave's publicly saying, I fuck with them because they did this. So, and like, Dave is one because of, of all the other backlash, we get to look at them a little, like, positive. So that's, like, real good. I don't... Like, that's what we are. I don't know if this will force them back to the table, but I think if they're smart and... It's going to do two things. They're either going to try to wait until the PR kind of 
the focus, you know, kind of shifts away and then try to kind of slyly keep doing the same shit or this like backlash is going to be so big that they're going to like come back to the table and actually kind of renegotiate. They for sure won't give him hundred percent ownership, but they, he should be getting some ownership of his own show. Obviously we don't know the contract structure and blah, 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 but I think this could like force them back to kind of to renegotiate, which they would never have done before if he didn't become as big as he is now like he's quickly becoming the most important voice one of the most important voices in america like yeah he can just put a special out where he doesn't even tell a joke and millions upon he can millions. turn his phone on at any moment and and, and if he talks and says something tell one joke <laughs> like not nah, yeah that wasn't a joke there wasn't a joke like <laughs> and like people still flocked to it like just to see him speak because he is so good at that like he is quickly becoming like one of the most important voices and like he kind of crosses those lines too like it doesn't really matter what your political affiliation or your like your views are kind of he kind of crosses like all those those lines and that that's that's a lot of power so i think that that will force some type of change to happen how soon i don't know but i think well, conversation that we will need to have uh, probably at some point is just kind of this new wave of like artists, particularly black, talking about black artists and black actors and black, you know, musicians mm-hmm. kind of taking a stand yeah, and like kind of paving the way a little bit for like the next generation. Like, hey, you don't need to take these contracts, look like avoid these traps here and here. Because they, we weren't really doing that before, but like now yeah. we're doing it in such a public manner. Like John Boyega called out Disney, bro. <laughs> like, bro, you're not that big to be, you know, like no ever in time before would he have like felt comfortable enough to do that. Yeah. Because it's like he's still trying to establish himself in his career and to call out something yeah. as big as Disney. Bro, you would literally just be out of a job for the rest of your life. Like if <laughs> It goes wrong you know what i'm saying so it's 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 a really cool thing to see and like that's definitely more for like a deeper conversation about this new wave of kind of awareness yeah for sure i mean you know we'll definitely talk about it again it'll come up but but yeah i just wanted to put that on the air that uh if you haven't seen that um special i'm forgiving go check that out on his instagram i'm pretty sure that's the only place it's on too yeah i tried to find it on, on like youtube let me go youtube this like no Wait, what? Yeah, I was like, what? My yeah. I can see this. Just Instagram. <laughs> Go check so, that out. It's free. Um, I was trying to like cast it to my TV and shit, but <laughs> you can't cast on Instagram. Yeah. All right. So we uh we talked about this a lot when it happened. Uh, the So I don't want to go fully into it, but the GZ Gucci versus. Hey. <laughs> Is this the best verses ever? Damn, that was extraordinary. Was the first time it felt like what we all thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> when we thought of verses, we were thinking of like some kind of like actual battle beef energy and it being an actual blow of hits and and the vibes. And it was. <laughs> and, and whoa. <laughs> Like whoa, was everything was all the way up from this and more. Like it exceeded my expectations for sure. Like 
when we say there's like play songs I was waiting for. Right. Well, it kind of went out expected because I didn't think Gucci was gonna give a fuck about the music. <laughs> which <laughs> did not care about the music. Like he plays yeah. some shit here and there, but he was playing some deep cuts that like unless you were like around while this shit was going on. And when we say this shit was going on, like if you I'm not gonna go the whole history, but there's some really beef like oh five, oh six that goes back, like he said, fifteen years where somebody's life was lost because they were trying to rob Gucci man. And they've had real serious beef. So if you want to really know the whole history, you can go on YouTube. I'm sure there's plenty of deep dives about this because this was uh this was like a huge thing back when we were in high school. It was either Jeezy, yeah. you were either with Jeezy or you with Gucci. And like there was like a real divide and we weren't even in Atlanta and then we could feel it all the way out where we were. So Yeah, I wasn't in Atlanta, but whoa, the, the yeah, the energy was real. You had to pick sides. <laughs> so the fact that they like got back on stage together and like we're playing music was fucking insane to me. Like I never expected it to get there. And the only way I thought they could ever get there was if Jeezy like kind of took the charge where like I'm not gonna like react to everything because Gucci exactly. gonna be Gucci no matter what. Like I didn't think he was gonna be in there and be all buddy buddy. And he wasn't. Now I did not expect him to go as hard as he did, especially after the after he played the truth. Blatant disrespect. Have you ever seen him? Just straight to my face, blatant disrespect. Gucci came out <laughs> with round one. <laughs> Gucci Man versus Jeezy in round one. That's that's amazing. First of all, that's the energy we were talking about when I'm saying it's a battle. The energy was crazy. And those through the phone, the energy was fucking crazy. Like This is why we're here. Niggas know we used to beef. <laughs> Gucci. <laughs> like, what? Like, that talks about the dead homie off rip. Like, talks uh, about smoking his friend. And he keeps ad-libbing it, like, to him. Like, talking about, like, smoke your smoke pokey like whatever my like. Face, like my jaw dropped when he like kept going i was like oh shit like what's gonna happen like for real this is go bad this is go south real quick because the energy he was putting off was like i'm with whatever right now you know and yeah, i was like are they gonna turn the camera off like <laughs> oh shit was crazy bro like i was like and he played the whole song like you know, yeah, versus, you know, he played like a snippet. He played the whole song, bro. Like, he was the verse and half the hook, like, or something, you know, like, nah, let oh, it run. Yo, this is, oof, oof. Both verses. Yeah, he played all of verse two and, and finished the song. <laughs> I was like, what? Bro. That's, that's nuts. Bro. Like, nobody was going to say shit to him. Like, hey, uh, that's time, you know? <laughs> bro. But he was getting that shit off. Jeezy had the best comeback after that one. Like, get your mind right. Was I don't know if he had it planned. Like, I don't. I don't think he knew a tracklist. Like, I don't think Jeezy, Gucci even had a tracklist. He was but talking I, to him the whole time with the tracks, though. Jeezy kept like Jeezy was like big brother in him, like with the verses. Like, it was kind of nasty. I feel like. I feel like he kind of knew. Like, all right, if he if he does this song, which which he alluded to they talked to already like I'm, I'm gonna have to play my song like he was hoping he didn't play it but he you know it's gucci so he played it and he added the extra 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 sauce on there but then i'm sure he was like if he, when he plays this if or when he plays a song cue up you know get your mind right 
because yeah. that drop afterwards was fucking insane, bro. For real. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, there was a few times when um Jeezy completely shut down Gucci's energy. That like, energy, he like got up, completely, bro. Bro, Gucci was getting real hype when he played um his Drake track. Yeah. He was like, oh yeah, you know, and, and then Jeezy hits him. And, and with his with his Hove track, but doesn't even play Hove's verse. He doesn't even play any of Hove, so we never even heard Hove, and he still killed his his Drake track. I was like, this is nuts. I think Gucci played something crazy, and then I think he played that Shardy Low song, which I forgot about, bro. Like, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is bro, this is this this is what I expected, bro. And like this shit, they're, they're literally going back and forth, like. But that get your mind right drop was like straight out of a movie, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> one thing for show, two things about it, three things. I'm the man. I was like, bro, got hyped as fuck when he dropped that shit. Like that that song automatically off rip gets you in, like hyped. But the fact that he dropped it right after that shit and was like, you know, had the whole speech and all that. Like it was like, all right. You the man, bro. I was like, you can't hear like Gucci yeah. had to shake his head, bro. Like, you the man for that shit. Like, I was like, bro, the fact that, you know, he just, he was mad enough to like, you know, kind of not accept what was happening, but know that this is bigger than the shit that had been going back and forth for so long. Yeah. Like, it was just like, man, that was a moment, bro. That was unscripted, like beauty. Like, it was tight. Then they just, played so icy at the end. It was just like, oh, it was so beautiful, bro. Like, yeah, that was because, like, you weren't sure if Gucci was going to embrace it until he started doing his verse. And you were I, like, oh, the shit. It's amazing. And, like, you know, Gucci was like, hype. His people behind it was hype when they were like, all right, like, this is, this is the 2020 moment we all needed, bro. This is the way to end this shit, bro. Like, this well, shit. Well, because in a lot of ways, that song put Gucci on the map in a lot of ways. Oh, it definitely did. And he couldn't, he couldn't tour it. So, like, think about the, your first big hit. You can't first tour. Big hit. Squash, like, a month later. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like no, nah, throw that in the gutter. Like, what? And I knew. So, like, I, I, I knew. on that energy, too, just that, like, music business part is even alone kind of, like, nuts. So then, like, to add the homie and, like, you, you know, almost dying and shit, like, that's a lot. Yeah, no, there's a lot. There's a lot of, a lot of deep, deep history there. Uh, and deeper than... We probably even know because there was, I'm sure there was a lot of behind the scenes shit that was happening over the years. But that shit was, that was an amazing fucking moment. And that one and uh, Bounty Killer, uh, those two were the, my favorite um, verses. The most yeah. energetic. Yeah. Like there's real, like, like it's real. <laughs> like you were saying, it was. <laughs> like I like the DMX Snoop one, but it was just like, oh, we're, we, I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of you. Play a song, play a song. Like it was just, it was just cool to listen to. But there was, was a lot of love in the room. It was yeah, a lot but it of wasn't love. like you know that energy wasn't the same. Like this shit was on. I mean, that one felt like the Kirk Franklin and uh, uh, what's his name one. Um, I forgot his name. Apologies. Shit, so I didn't that, watch battle, that 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 battle was dope too. But nah, this Gucci one that was transcendent. Is there anyone that could possibly top this? Any matchup? I mean, there are. It's just like, can we actually see them happen? Like what? I mean, there's been talks, but like, would um, would would Fifty go against Ja? No, he already squashed. He said never. <laughs> Fifty's not like Jeezy, bro. <laughs> that's that's a forever. What about Fifty in game. Fifty said he'd do game. I think he'll do that. Yeah, but that energy again, I don't think is quite 
the same. Not quite that bad blood. Yeah, you're right. Because it ended. I don't think anybody really has beef like that. And they're not on the same coast. Like, they're not from the same city. Like, they're not around. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just different. Yeah. I'll say Jay-Z Nas, but, like, they're cool now. Like, they, they squashed it a while ago, so it's not like. Oh, no, it'd be funny. Uh, Bone Thugs versus the Migos. <laughs> I think this is I think this is good as versus ever gonna get. Like this is the peak, bro. Like this is the peak. And I think like that was the most perfect matchup. Like and the fact that they actually got it to happen is fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I'm sure they had to pay him a good good amount too, like on top of that, you know. Oh yeah, Gucci wasn't gonna be there without a bag. So I mean, we're definitely gonna talk about this topic again later too, like the best moments in hip-hop i think for me this definitely ranks up there with some of them oh yeah oh yeah that and that's an, this is an all-time moment not just of the years that's what I'm saying. i mean ever in hip-hop like <laughs> like it's crazy yeah crazy. it's crazy all right uh fresh off of the tyson jones fight last night don't know if you've seen it. I watched, I caught the highlights. I actually didn't watch it while it was happening live, but I definitely caught the highlights. Yeah, I caught the highlights as well. Um, I wanted to watch it, but I got too tired because it, it started yeah, after midnight over here. Yeah. So it was like 1.30 or something. I mean, <laughs> it was it was better than I expected. Much better, I think, than everybody expected. Way better. <laughs> I thought it was about to be two old geriatric dudes throwing <laughs> Throwing some limp punches at each other again, you know, like, but, but not nah, like Tyson still got that fire and like Roy, he looked Roy definitely looked worse than I thought he would, considering he like he stepped away from fighting for that long. Yeah, but Tyson was like surprising, shocking how like good he looked still. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, one thing though, even though Roy did look like you know, the most rusty. Um, he still looked better than a yeah, lot of heavyweights still, do. Yeah, no, like, you know, like, even a lot of heavyweights right now look way worse than that. So that was, like, what was crazy. Yeah. I feel like Mike could go in and, like, knock a couple of these, like, just regulars out easy. Yeah. There's not that many t- good heavyweights nowadays anyways, but – so maybe. But That's I also want to say that I don't want to see these old dudes fight no younger dude, like, either, like – Evander's coming back. I heard Evander's coming back. Evander and Mike again? No, nah, Evander Holyfield said he wants to fight, fight. No, nah, he must need some money because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's not something we need to see. Bro. Like not like, like like not like this. Like he nah, wants to go out in the ring. That shit turns out, bro. Like it not. <laughs> old do two old dudes fighting each other? Like, all right, like I'm all right with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all about the same speed now, you know, like it's right, yeah. different. A young dude? Like, no, ask Roy what happened the last time you fought a young dude. No name, young dude. It's not pretty, bro. Like, I don't nah. want to see that. <laughs> I do not want to see that. For real. But it was actually a dope card and, like, enough to, like, actually get me interested to watch Tyson fight again or somebody, like, a legend. Like, he's called Legends, like, event. Legends. Like, this is like a video game matchup, basically, you yeah. know? It, so just really me, it really just made me wish we could see them if they we got that fight in their prime. Oh, like, for real! When um, Fight Night was out, when it, it was like yeah. back in the day, yeah, Roy Jones was on the you cover. Got Roy in, in his prime versus you know Tyson, like in his prime or near his prime, that shit would have been. 
That would have been extraordinary. Yeah. That would have been the biggest, like, you know, it probably would have been, been Conor McGregor more like kind of thing or whatever, you know. A, uh, insane. But better. There's uh, another fight on that card that uh did not another look, fight. Did there not was look, uh, fight. did not make NBA players look very good, man. Nate Robinson, what the fuck are you doing, bro? Why are you in the ring? Hey, I'll be honest. I thought that's what was gonna happen to Roy Jones when he walked in with Mike. I thought I thought Roy was gonna look like Nate for Roy, a second. Roy still is a professional <laughs> fighter. Like he's won right. titles in multiple classes. Like he he is a champion. Like he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Nate has no business stepping into a professional ring without any headgear or anything and actually boxing on live stream. That's embarrassing, bro. I was a little worried for him, man. He was out there just flailing, bro. The way he got knocked out, he ran out there with both arms out and like literally just ate a punt, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. But was out there doing the Homer Simpson windmill, like, like we was. Bam! That was trying to hype him up. Nate Robinson said he's been training boxing every day for like bro. six months straight. And <laughs> boxing are two different things. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Training to stay in shape is different than actually boxing. Like, especially in COVID, I was like, how many real sparring matches have you even had? Probably like a handful. Like, for real, in like real, probably with, real with the home. Like a handful, bro. With the homies too, huh? Like not even like somebody trying to go that at him. Shit was, bro, it wasn't just a knockout, it was the way he fell too, and like he laid out on the floor. Oh, he felt like he gave up. Like like he he felt like he knew he was about to get knocked out and said, Okay, bro, I'll just lay down. Face first, like head first, like was down for Arms a bit. down, just minutes. <sighs> that shit hurt my heart, bro. Nate, like, bro, you Kill like people don't re- gonna remember you as this now. Like you don't understand. Like <laughs> we remember you dunking over people, being a dog on the court. Oh my god! You're gonna remember I... you for this, bro. Like what are you doing? Who advised you? <laughs> like there's no way you need the money really... for this, bro. Now that you say that though, it's so true because I just this saw like it? a meme. One of my favorite memes I just saw. It was literally like Nate Robinson oh, it's in the over. dunk contest. You over. know, doing the lob. As soon as he like right when he dunks the ball, he gets knocked down. <laughs> it's over, bro. Oh god. I don't think he understands. He does not understand. This is the internet age, bro. It's over. Like you're a meme forever. Like why? You made so much money playing basketball, so many basketball highlights. Why would you do this, bro? That's like MJ uh, after you finish basketball going into a boxing ring getting knocked the fuck out. You would never look at him the same. He should have never did that. Um, and against not and not not like he got knocked out against a professional fighter. He got knocked out against a YouTuber, bro. Yeah, I don't know. There's not too much redemption for that except knocking. There is none. Like, I don't. There is none, bro. I don't he know. You coming back? You gotta get another fight. <laughs> Rematch. Yeah. Oh, I will Robinson. never watch Nate step into another ring again. <laughs> never. Oh, man. Somebody get that boy some help. Oh, <laughs> he needs some milk. I heard that meme right away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got to knock the fuck out. <laughs> man, that shit was bad. All right, let's get into our main topic, Grammys. Grammys 2021. They just announced the nominations. What was your initial reactions? Oh, man. 
Well, you know, there's never too many like crazy big expectations for the Grammys. You just hope that they kind of like, you yeah, know, have listened to all things. the albums. Get the main things right, you know? Yeah, you know, like at least their big four or five categories, tr- like try, you know? Uh, I'm not sure if they really tried this year. It's, it, it seemed like they tried some things. And then it, it all collected together into a list of nominees. So I think that's what we have is a few things they tried um, without a, a real focus. But there's some telling moments that we're definitely going to talk about certain um, nominees that stand out that I think. Um, the entire maybe, rap category? Yeah, the entire. Whoa. We'll get to yeah. it. But yeah, <laughs> they're definitely trying. R&B. Uh, Album of the year. Like, <laughs> like, there's some things that made it this year that I thought, like, what? Wait, what? What? <laughs> like, wait, like, how? Yeah. Like, who? It seemed like the only there's category. Some that, like, is there some, like, criteria or something? Like, what are we going by? Like, what? Like. I, connections. <laughs> it's got to be behind the closed door. It's got to be back door. Like, Shit. I really, I really want to know who's, like, behind these like because i need to see the makeup of the group and like what they were told before they were given this decision to make you know like because some of the shit just didn't make sense <laughs> like no sense but it's okay it's all right you know they um it's not all right honestly <laughs> Like the even the pop category, like I don't know what y'all are doing. You, how do you mess up pop? You're the Grammys. Like I don't. It's supposed to be your category, you know. Like that's what, <laughs> okay, that's what y'all do. Like <laughs> so, I mean, reactions reactions around the globe and from like you know the musicians themselves have been very mixed, skewing heavily negative. I'll say that. Um, yeah. Well, for one. Justin Justin Bieber's complaining because he thinks he put out an R&B album. Which, he should have never opened his mouth. He should have people like man, shut the fuck. <laughs> like bro, shut up. Like, like he shouldn't be trying to get people to uh, look at that album again because they'll definitely second guess why they should be voting. Why for is it. any song or anything on here? Like that was my question. Yeah. <laughs> like, yummy, yummy. Bro, Justin Bieber stole so many spots. He stole, he stole, oh my God. Yummy is horrible. Like, how is that in That's the nation? Pop song. That's his worst song. And he asked like you put out RB. Like, sure, you had some RB chords and progressions, but bro, <laughs> you're a pop artist. Shut up. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Damn, he it's, different. It. it's different. It's different. People are like, oh, it's like when uh, Tyler. He's uh, we'll get to him. But people are like, oh, this is like Tyler. Like, when like there's nothing like with Tyler, because Tyler completely changed everything he did and did completely something new. Whereas yep. Justin like changed some production and expected to be an R&B. Like, bro. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Be happy with Yummy. Be happy Yummy got there because it's a baffling to me that that song is in there. Oh, for real. Especially him. He's fucking crying about telling his fans how to stream his shit. Yes. So that, he, on like, top of that, yes. Yo. If, so that's why he's on our list because his fans followed his instructions. Is that no, what we doing? Because his name. Because <laughs> if his name wasn't Justin Bieber and he put out that before he was Justin Bieber, like that, please, please. 
But again, yes, you're right. The weekend uh, was by far the biggest snub out of everything. Hey, history, Grammy's history, like <laughs> everything on this list. I mean, zero not nominations single, for not Abel. Single nomination. Blinding Lights for one is one of the biggest songs of the entire year. No, it's the biggest song. The fact that that didn't get a single nomination in any category is fucking crazy. And After Hours, which is, isn't my favorite weekend album, but is easily one of the best pop albums to come out this year. Like, by oh, yeah. far. By far. Easily top three. And three or four of those songs could be in interchangeable in, like, best pop vocal or any of those uh categories like even r&b it could have been in because they, they added an r&b category like you could have put you know like one song like not like yo one not a single nomination and it's yeah. not like he's a small like if you're some new artist you know okay maybe i can understand but like they normally don't do that to like well well-established industry acts you know what i'm yeah. saying like to no, see like something had to happen because that doesn't normally happen to like well-established acts like that. This feels specifically on purpose. It sounds like um, it feels like. It feels like yeah. It feels like directly uh, retaliation. It feels like retaliation. I mean, look, I, I like Dua Lipa, Lipa, however you say her name, Dua Lipa. I think. Yeah, Dua Lipa. The fact that Future Nostalgia got a nomination for Best Album, but After Hours didn't when they both kind of played in that like retro futuristic sound, but he did it yeah. a million times better is like, what are we doing here? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing, bro? Real. I was like, like no yeah, water. Don't Stop Now is a big song, but Blinding Lights smashes that. <laughs> Even based on how big it was. Like, what are we talking it's about? on the charts above her song the entire time her song's on the charts. Like, what are we saying? Like, that yeah that's yeah. just one like yeah no that was that was a big one i mean since we talked about like biggest snubs like you said you think this is the biggest snub ever one of them i mean that's just nuts his song it was he broke a record how do you break a record with a song and not get a nom like for for 10 like charting top 10 records he, he broke a record i would look i'll agree with you I'll say, yeah, this is probably the biggest snub ever, simply for the fact that he got zero nominations. Like, I can't think of a time when somebody deserving got zero nominations. Like, you might have got nominated and lost. Category, but, like, he didn't even get looked at. Like, like they didn't yeah, even Yeah, in his category, he didn't even get a nom. Like, yeah. So, yeah, I'll say it's probably the biggest snub overall for an artist because, like I said, there's been artists who've gotten noms and lost and they clearly should have won. But I can't think of a time when artists got zero nominations where they should have got at least one. Yeah. Like they're mad at Ariana Grande, but she snuck in there. That's crazy too. Lady Gaga. That's crazy. <laughs> Yo, this, yeah, that's crazy, bro. I'm just saying, she she openly shitted on them last year, and she snuck in there with the very forgettable project, both of them. That's all I'm saying. Uh. But yeah, that was a big snub. There were some other snubs, but that one, I mean. That's, that's a standout for sure. That one's a standout. <clears throat> I mean, one of the, are we going to keep talking about snubs? Because for yeah. me, uh, yeah. for me, R&B, 
I don't understand how Summer Walker is not in any category at all either. Yep. Like to me, that was as shocking as the weekend not being nominated. Was that Summer was that Summer Walker has no nomination? Her biggest so year ever. Yeah. I just I don't, I don't understand what is R and B if Summer Walker. Was not, First of all, I don't understand what is R and B to them. Like facts. Yeah, what is R and B? Because if you look at the list, like I just don't like. I, I, I mean, R and B is not the first thing that pops in my head reading some of these. You know. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know how Summer Walker does. I thought they had like R and B folk or some other stuff where yeah, like progressive R and B, which she didn't even make into that. So. Right, and that's why that category doesn't make sense because they just made it. So if you made it and then you have people that are in the other category nominated already, why do you even make the new category? Wow, there should be people not in this category in this other one. No, like, no, they're separate. Progressive and R&B, they're separate artists. But the fact that she couldn't make either one is kind of not kind Well, of. I mean, like, best progressive R&B, like, like Chloe and Haley, or Hallie, I don't know if that should be necessarily in there. That's more pop. Or just regular R and B, like I don't know. I don't know what these progressive means. Like Thundercat, I, is he R and B? Who? Thundercat. No. I didn't. I wouldn't consider him R and B. That's like alternative. That's what I'm saying. And then like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, summer. Summer was a big one for sure. Like, obviously not as big as the weekend because the weekend is fucking massive. But. Summer was a big one too. Like that was pretty. Yeah, that was a big omission. So like, for me, like summer weekend, little baby, uh, Roddy Rich, like those are big ones. Yeah, those are the ones that stand out to me. For sure. I mean, but then based on the nominations, it was like, oh, I could have thrown in so many other people to like replace certain people, you know, like. Uh, like Run the Jewels. Why didn't they get nominated? If we're going to do Smoke, why aren't we doing Run the Jewels? Like, you, know, you know what's crazy about the Run the Jewels one? Because remember that one was Run the Jewels 3, the album I absolutely loved and I thought was going to get a, a look that didn't yeah. do anything? Is that they have like, uh, you know, they picked all these underground artists. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they literally tried to go underground for this whole rap album section and like they I can't like them or anybody from Griselda like the fact that none of them get looks and we're doing the, the underground thing like like Griselda had the biggest year underground probably collectively. by far not even close if we're talking about underground you can't talk about underground hip hop right now without mentioning Griselda like what are we talking about yeah. they're connected to everybody they're on everybody's project everybody's like, project they want they want them on everybody's project like that's what's crazy. Griselda is is nasty. They should like one of them should be artists of, like best new artist or some shit. You know, like Benny. Benny's best new artist right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. That Con. First of all, Westside dropped two crazy projects. Oh yeah. Conway got one. Benny got one. Like, what do we do, bro? And D Smoke. Like, look, 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 look. I understand. D Smoke. It's a cool project. Like, it's not a bad project. I'm not gonna shit on it. But it is so like, just but, forgettable. 
quite honestly. Like, it's like, all right, that was cool. It sounds like Kendrick Lamar placeholder. There's definitely a similar type of... He's got, he's got Kendrick's flow with J. Cole's sort of approach to music, and then, what? like, he's bilingual, so we got the Spanish side. I get Wait, it. It's so all... you calling him an industry plant right now? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I mean, he did get the industry plant rollout. <laughs> This kind of feels like Netflix money. Oh, he definitely got that that Netflix push for sure. I mean, look at this, though. If we think about it, think about syncs in the music industry. Wouldn't Netflix, a streaming platform that creates original content, want to have a good relationship with, like, the music industry? I feel like this is them having them look at, like, shit they're doing a little bit more. Like, like, yo, let's build a relationship. (laughs) I think this is a little bit of Netflix. Hey, uh, let me put this into perspective. D Smoke got his debut project on there, but Kendrick couldn't get Section 80 on there when he put his out. Facts. Now let's put those two albums side by side and let's see which one is better. <laughs> like, which one's more deserving? And he's, his brother is signed to Kendrick Lamar's label, TDE. <laughs> And put out a dope R&B project. <laughs> Never got nominated. All right, Never so died. so is saying D Smoke is an industry plant, and that's the only reason he got there. Um, I mean, he is, but he he deserves it. But it's not it's not he's not a bad industry plant. He's just a plant. <laughs> <laughs> he does not deserve this nomination. I'm sorry. Like it's not a bad project, but it is not. It's, it didn't meet any criteria. It's not being talked about. It wasn't talked about when it came out. It didn't chart anywhere. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm it didn't change about- anything. Like, for me... Again, I was like, this is a dope album. I like this. But I was like... I mean, look... Better than my other... My top tops. Outside like, of- Earth, I put Earth Gang in there. Honestly. I think their last album was pretty dope. Compared to D Smoke's album, I like that album. Yeah, when you put the bar that low, I mean, let's just throw everything in there. That's like, why. That's what I'm saying. That's why their name even came up. I was like, if we're gonna put D Smoke, all right, all right, we got Earth Gang. Uh, big put out some shit. I think uh, oh, you put out some shit. Hey, come, come here. Like you, yeah, you get a spot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you get a spot. You get a spot. Like what the fuck? I mean, the bar's low right now, bro. Like, that, that bar for is fucking low. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Freddie, for me, Freddie absolutely deserved it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He put out so, two we'll talk about projects. Even though Mad, for me, look, the Alchemist Project is dope. I love Al. We've talked about this. But that Madly Project is miles better than this last one. Bandana? Yes. Oh, yeah. No, Bandana. I love that. Honestly, that one, that one's like. And they okay. got no looks. Exactly. No nods, no looks, no nothing. So, I mean, by far the rap project, the rap category has always been the worst category of. But I mean, Alfredo is probably the best rapping. Yes. Well, people have been complaining for so long that they never give love to actual rappers. Yeah. You know, but I think that they overcorrected so much <laughs> that they didn't give love to actual good projects, you know? Like, how did Rocky Rich not get a look? He got an awkward look. Yeah. He got the bomb. Honestly. He got the box and Rockstar. Great. How's he not in the best new artist category? Facts. Yeah, it makes no sense. 
He him or little baby. Him. Or yeah, nah. Yeah. Like, so what are we talking about? Like they overcorrected so much, like trying to please, you know, people and fans that they No, really Noah Cyrus is in the best new artist category. That's a blunder. Noah Cyrus has been in the game since Hannah Montana. I mean, let's be real. Best new artist category has never been about when did you come out because there have been a lot of motherfucking artists that have got best new artist noms that have been in the game 20 years deep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not <laughs> sure that shit. Like, I don't know what that's about. But let's be real. K. Trinata is dope as fuck, but he's, he's not new. He's been out for a minute, bro. Like, he, he's been out for a while. I remember on Dole Swim a while ago. Like, he might have had his debut album, like, you know, last year or the year before or whatever, but he's been out for a minute. Like, the name's been ringing for a minute, bro. Like, I'm tired of this. Oh, this is a mixtape type shit. Like, bro, that, I'm sorry, that shit counts. Like, you know. <laughs> I mean, so, so, like, the rap category for sure for me was, like, the most uh, surprising category. Outside of like best best outside of album of the year, I was just shocked there was like lyricists on it. Oh yeah, I was like, well, because I wanted Royce. I thought that um, the Book of Ryan should have been nominated for best rap album. Bro, they're picking everybody's wrong project. <laughs> this is my whole point. Like, <laughs> you missed it. You can't make up for it now. You missed it. You know what it was like, one before this, and y'all weren't there. Like. <laughs> Like, Freddie, you missed Freddie's best album, bro. You missed it. Like, you missed it. It was last year. Yeah. So, like, yeah, somebody yeah, definitely got in their ear. Like, this last year. So, we're gonna, this is literally that, though. It's almost like like last year. This is what it was. I mean, honestly, the only one I don't, like, have any kind of qualms about is Nas's album making it. <laughs> like, I mean, Hit Boy did that, so. Huh? <laughs> Hit Boy killed that. Look, it's on. We're going to talk about that category, but for me, it's between that and uh, Alfredo. Yeah. I love, I like Electronics album a lot more than I think the mainstream, mainstream or underground hip hop fans would say. Yeah. But I don't, I wouldn't put it in there. Yeah, no. Why didn't he get best new artist? <laughs> Bro, if he would get best new artist, it's over. Like, <laughs> Well, like definitely, it, bro. He dead ass. He dead ass <laughs> debuted in two thousand four with Exhibit C. Like I'm not sure. Right <laughs> <laughs> and it's not it's even a debut album. album. His debut album got uh, snuck out, got leaked. The the, the like right after this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it got leaked, so he kind of just put it out. Yeah, unfinished and everything. That, that, yeah, all unfinished. Seems. And it was crazy because some of that stuff should have been on the. He should have just. Clean some of it up. I'm done with him. I don't want to hear him in any top rapper, top anything in any category for rap anymore. Like, yeah, no, I haven't heard anything that makes me put him in the top ten or anything. No consistency. Yeah. So yeah, that, I mean, there were a lot of surprises and snubs, and these are kind of ours. I'm sure we missed a lot, but you guys let us know in the you know the comments down below what what do you think were some of the biggest surprises. And snubs from this year's like noms and what you expect to see and would you and when were you surprised to actually see made it? I'm sure there's an endless list because we could go on about that forever. But let's just get right to our um predictions. You know, I don't know if we got into these last year or not. I'm not sure. I feel like we did or I don't know. We, we definitely missed, do, we either missed that or the Oscars, one of them. Yeah. But um So yeah, let's just I'm gonna just go one by one as we go through. 
yeah, I'm gonna read them. Um, I got a list. Pen and paper ready so I can write down my picks. All right. Initially, obviously, album of the year. We're gonna talk about that right out the back. Janae Aiko, Salambo, Black Pumas, self-titled Black Pumas, Coldplay, Everyday Life, Jacob Collier, Jacob Collier, De Jesse, De Jesse, something like that. Volume three, Jesse like Django. Maybe Jesse Volume three, maybe. And Hiam, Women in Music Part three, Dua Lipa, uh, Future Nostalgia. Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding, and Taylor Swift Folklore. I mean, first of all, what the fuck? Like, what's this category? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Um, the albums of the year, like of this year, this past year? Coldplay made it? Really? Coldplay. Coldplay the fuck out of here. Yo, this ain't even Coldplay's top five shits ever. Like, what are we talking about? This is just the album that was not as terrible as their last two albums. <laughs> like, this was that. Like, what are we doing, bro? <laughs> like... They're like, oh, it actually sounds all right this time. Let's give him a Grammy. Like, God damn, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. That song Orphans is absolutely fire. But the whole album? What? Come on. Come album on. of the year? And Dude, first, I already talked about Dua Lipa. Like, should not be there. I mean, but we already know why Dua Lipa's there. That's their, that's their pop sweetheart. That's the next push, yeah. You know, she's she's the Britney Spears of today. Like she's the she's one cool, that. But that album is not <laughs> in the album of your category contender. And Black Pumas, <laughs> like, look, I like the album a lot. Black Pumas, I like the album. How did they get in the album of the year though? Like, <laughs> that's my question. <laughs> exactly. Who's so their the PR firm? God don't, yeah. wrong. don't take that as a slight. Black Black Pumas album is way like, I I will listen to that. Like that. You hear some like retro soul like type shit like fire. But yeah. I'm the year, different, different level. I'm sorry. Janae Aiko, Chalumbo, really? How? Okay. Really? So this is another case really? of what are, what are they thinking? Really? Like, I've been a Janae fan, but Chalumbo, I don't even like that album. Not, exactly. <laughs> I don't even, I was mad at half the album. Half the album, I I, I don't spend. Like, none I of it. I have like two spins, and I was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is like your I'm Getting Happier Now album cool like <laughs> this felt like uh you've been here for so long and we've never given you you know attention even though you're beloved by your fans here right. <laughs> that's what it felt like yeah i felt like i keep hearing her name but you know it's like everyone respects her but yeah we might as well just give her a nod just just oh, like give her a nod and she's mixed minority <laughs> for real that's what i'm saying it was like yo we got to give it got to her, give like, it to her. <laughs> been in the game for like 15 years and she looks exactly the same that's so funny too post malone taylor swift i'm not surprised by it at all um i think it's between them two no i'm gonna say right at the back i'm i mean i won't be sorry if they win but i'm just telling you right at the back the best two albums out of this list by far are Hyams women in music part three and jacob collier jesse volume three like not even close but i do you think they're gonna win do you think no. the, the grammys are picking good no. Like, I think, so this is what I was talking about when I said certain picks telling me a lot. If, look, uh, if, they were, if they were album, honest and genuine, Jacob Collier or Hayam would win this category. Oh, by far. Musically, you can't even argue. Like, sound I album is fire. <laughs> like, I album fire. Is and that Jacob Collier album, fucking mind-blowing. I'm sorry, like, they're doing shit that 
nobody else around them is doing right now. Oh, yeah, no, facts. 1,000%. That should be uh, rewarded for the effort, <laughs> to be honest. It should be the only criteria. <laughs> like, But at the same but time... Nobody talks about the albums, so I'm just going to throw them out right there. Because that, that brand talks about it. Or whatever that chick was, that random album last year, one album of the year. Who won last year? Wasn't that country chick? Wasn't that... Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember, she won both country album and album of the year. Yep. Was it Musgrave? Yeah. Musgrave, something like that? Yeah, her. That's right. <laughs> so, okay, if that could happen, see, now, now now, I'm thinking about it a little different. I'm like, oh, okay, if they picked her, would they pick Jesse? Would they pick Jacob Collier? Nobody knows him. That's the thing. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, would that like nobody knows who he is? But he's the most talented dude, probably on the whole roster. Oh, not not probably. I mean, doing shit in his music, he's combining chords and like progressions and like instruments that I don't know how they work together. <laughs> like, but they work so well together. And it's him. Like, it, that's what fucked me up because I was thinking like. He wasn't just like I didn't know he was doing all of it. Like you know, like I thought it was like his his idea. You know, like you know how some producers be. All I like, need is one of the best songs to come out this year. I mean, it's so good. Yeah, no, that's for real. I feel you. I mean, album of the year. See, but like, I'm gonna go safe route, and I'm gonna say Post Malone. That's safe. You think Taylor? I think Taylor's safe. I'm gonna go Taylor. You picking? We're both picking the safest of routes. All right, Dario. I hope I'm wrong, but I think I hope I'm wrong. The they're gonna go the you know. Yo, if Heim, I want. I would rather Heim win over Taylor. But Heim is a good that bro. Everybody listen to me right now. Go listen to Women Music Part Three. Not enough people were talking about that album, but it is fucking good. Like really good, actually. <laughs> like shockingly, like I've always been a fan of them, but they like leveled up. Even they definitely leveled up with this project. <clears throat> so I'm gonna still say post because it's the Grammys. So yeah. and he does have like circles and goodbye, like all the classic, you know, tr- Grammy traps. Even though I think it is a bloated project, it could be about five songs shorter. I'm going with the the fact that they gave Taylor Swift a bunch of random bullshit nominations. So I never even listened to the project, so I didn't even tell you so. That's oh, you I'm did it? No. Yo. Well, she's it's not her regular old pop stuff. You know, she actually got down it got down and did some songwriting a little bit. So it's you know, it, it could actually win. Okay, we'll we'll find out. Record of the year, we have Beyonce, Black Parade, Black Pumas, Colors, The Baby, Rockstar, Doja Cat, Say So, Billie Eilish, Everything I Wanted, Dua Lipa, Don't Start Now, Post Malone, Circles, and Megan Thee Stallion, Savage. Alrighty then. This one was a weird one too. Like, Why? Black, I don't know how Black Pumas guy got notoriety like this. Is what I'm trying to figure out. Like, how did they? Or first of all, Doja Cat. No, I understand. 
I understand the hype and why it may be slid in here, but no, thank you. Um, don't start now. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna just pick who I think. I think it has to go to Savage. I think it has to go to Savage. Hmm. But there is the Billie Eilish factor. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> the, the Billie Eilish factor is where it's like, I don't know. But Savage is the better of the songs, I think, in terms of impact this year. And just, I don't think, that's not even one of my favorite Billie Eilish songs, so. Do you don't think uh, Dooley would get sneak in and get this one? I don't know. There, I just don't. It's just not a good song. It's just not that great. Like we already went over this with the weekend. Like the weekend's not even in here. Blinding lights should by far. I don't know. Blinding lights is not in here. Like blind, yeah, like the weekend would win this for me probably. But he's not here, so. Uh, <laughs> well, I already had posts for album of the year. I don't think they'll give them both. I'm gonna go do it. Okay. You might not like it, but I think enough people do. No, she's she's and she's kind of on that trajectory right now, like trying to like crown her. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I'm gonna just have to. I have to pick Savage. I just think with her year. <laughs> And like the Beyonce feature is just kind of like, I don't know. All right. Uh, song of the Year Black Parade, The Box, Cardigan, Don't Start Now, Everything I Wanted, and I Can't Breathe, and If the World Was Ending. All right. Well, interesting lists. Um, first of all, after breezing through Taylor Swift's album, Cardigan's not the song that should be in the list. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a no. <laughs> uh, Circles, I don't even like, but it's Post Malone. Per it's peak post. I, I pick post. <laughs> uh, and then it's the Billie Eilish song again. That's just... I don't know, man. The her song is impact. Impact. It's like a moment, but I don't see the Grammys being like that's more of a statement piece if they pick that. And uh, if the world was ending, I'm gonna just go ahead and say no. Give it to the box. Box, huh? Give it to the box, man. I mean, Black Parade is Black Parade, but give it to the box. Okay. Best new artists, Ingrid Andres, Phoebe Bridgers, Chica, Noah Cyrus, D Smoke, Doja Cat, Kate Renata, and Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, wait, who was your pick? Uh, Post, Circles. Oh, you picked, okay. Cool. Best new artists. Um, I don't like this list, but... Uh, <laughs> who I, I want to win is Kate Renata. Who I think is gonna win? Either Doja Cat or Phoebe Bridgers. 
I'm gonna say Doja. Oh, you picked the only one I really didn't want to win. No, I'm just like <laughs> I do not want Doja Cat to win that. But All I right. think she is going to. Really? Yeah. Damn. Damn. All right. Because she had a whole project that was well received and single that was a big hit. So. Yeah, but that Phoebe Bridgers, they're really trying to like. No, she. They definitely try to push her too. That's why I said for me, it's either Doja or Phoebe, and like I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like they should give that to Megan though. But the music isn't there. It's just these singles. Exactly. Mm. Whereas Phoebe has a whole project. I'm gonna pick Phoebe. I'm gonna go the other side and pick Phoebe. But I wouldn't be mad at um, Megan. I could see her winning too. I don't know about that Doja though. I'm kind of between. Like I, I want to switch, but I don't know if I should. Either Doja or Phoebe, because Phoebe does have the the project nominated too. That's what I'm saying. They they're already looking at. They already you know they listened to her album more than once. That's why I picked her. I was like, all right, I'm switching. Nah, you can't do it. <laughs> you coming over here now? All right. I already had that out first, but it was Doja or Phoebe. Like I wasn't sure, but then I started thinking she does have a whole album nominated, a whole album. So that means. That means something. No, that's big. As a new artist, and your album is nominated. R&B best R&B performance: uh, "Lightning and Thunder" by Janae Aiko, Black Parade, Beyonce, Jacob Collier, "All I Need," which is what I'm talking about. Go ahead, Brittany Howard, and see me, Emily King. I think Brittany Howard's "Go Ahead" is fucking phenomenal, and so is Jacob, Jacob Collier's "All I Need." But I. think Beyonce is going to win this. Your mic is muted. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what category? Best R&B performance. Oh, R&B performance. Right, and then you pick, who was your pick? Beyonce. Uh, and these, like, we don't even know what R&B performance really even means, but. <laughs> I'm just going off the songs and I'm going to say Beyonce. Even though I think Jacob Collier and Bjorn Howe's songs are better. Right. I think Beyonce's song is bigger. Yeah, I would have to pick her for this because. I don't know how many more of them. She's actually nominated for a lot of stuff. But yeah, I just don't know if the other ones are as realistic as this one. So we both pick Beyonce. Best R&B song, uh, Better Than I Imagine by Robert Glasper, Black Parade Again by Beyonce, Uh, Collide by Tiana and Earth Gang. There you go. Hey. Do it with Chloe times Haley and slow down by Skip Marley and her. Mm. I mean, I know I was fucking with Earth Gang and I, you know, brought that up, but I'm gonna have to go with Chloe and Haley. Okay, and I'm going Beyonce. Ooh, 
Best progressive R&B album. What that means, I don't fucking know. But <laughs> Janae Aiko, Chalumbo, Chloe Haley, Ungodly Hour, Free Nationals, Free Nationals, Robert Glasper, Fuck Your Feelings, and Thundercat, It Is What It Is. Um, progressive. <laughs> Go on, Janae. I just don't understand. No. Well, first of all, she was just nominated for best album. I'm going today. Like it's simple math for me. <laughs> she said it's simple math. All right, I like it. I like it. All right, best progressive. Let me just write that down. Progressive. She already got the best best album of the year nomination. Like I'm just gonna go ahead and give her the win on that one. All right. Wouldn't be fucked up if you're nominated for best album and then you don't even win in your own category. Uh. I mean, they've done they've done worse before. <laughs> they've done it before. Luigi's not nominated, so I, I can. Isn't that fucked up? <laughs> I, all right. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Ungodly Hour. Yeah. I think you're wrong, but we'll see. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I don't see why they're just gonna give her a nod all of a sudden. I just don't understand. Janae's been here for a decade. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody got good PR. Uh, best R&B album. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't heard a single one of these. Any Clemens, happy to be here. Give me on. Take time. Luke James to be filled up. To fill love. John Legend, bigger love, and Gregory Porter. All rise. I've heard John Legend's album and Giveon's album. I'm gonna go Giveon just because I kind of heard the name buzzing a little bit. So what? That's not a bad choice, though. I like his music. Giveon kind of sound like a... He had a massive single. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he's dope. His shit sounds... He's kind of like Sampha, but like a younger, like, you know, smooth R&B, kind of more like a... I forget a the song, but that song was massive. I don't know that. Yeah, but I like his voice because it's kind of... It reminds me of Sampha a little bit. But, um... <sighs> That's so weird. Best R and B album, like, where is Summer Walker? Like, <laughs> where is The Weeknd? Like, these are these are where they go right here. Like, um, I'm gonna have to go with John Legend. All right, I'm just gonna say this. I just looked it up. Give you on like I want you has been viewed almost 30 million times. Nice. Well, good for him. Best rap performance. Uh, deep, uh, deep reverence. Big Sean, Bop, my the baby. What's poppin'? Jack Harlow. The bigger picture. Lil Baby, Savage, Megan Thee Stallion, and Dior. Pop Smoke. What I think should win is Dior mm-hmm. or the bigger picture. What I think is going to win is Savage. Mm. Yeah, best rap performance. See, that's interesting. I mean, for the same reason I like Dior, I could see them doing it for the deep reverence with the Nipsey post-Thomas feature. Well, we we forgot to mention, but that was also a big snub for me was Pop Smoke. As an album, yeah. 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 His album's running the streets. Like, I hear his music every day. Still, like, I don't... 
but I was not have him as best big, big dub for me. Like that's confusing. Like, not best new artist either. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the biggest records. <laughs> the box. Roddy Rich. You don't want to put the biggest records out. Like, <laughs> all right, we see y'all Grammys. But um, yeah, best rap performance. That just sounds weird too. Like, I don't know what that means. The bigger picture was an amazing rap performance. Uh because that was a really kind of like the first time seeing little baby step out of some street shit, but like address some real shit. I know, but then Megan Thee Stallion took over the fucking social media with, and then when Beyonce hopped on even more. Yeah, I know. And then that kind of run the rest of the year. Uh, yeah, Savage is probably the biggest moment next to Dior. I don't know if they're going to give Dior, I don't know if they're going to give Pop Smoke a, a, a nod like that. That's what's sad. Like, I would love her. Give him a nod in, in any other one, so I don't think this going to happen here. Yeah. If so, there was like a Pop Smoke kind of movement where they was like, you know, nominated for a couple things, then maybe. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like they're aware in the know. I'm going to have to go with Savage as well. Come on over. Get you a point, you know what I'm saying? I got plenty. Get you a point finally, you know what I'm saying? About to catch up, brother. Best melodic rap performance. Rockstar, the baby, laugh now, cry later, Drake, lockdown, Anderson Pack, who you love. Uh the box, Roddy Rich, and highest in the room, Travis Scott. Um who I think <laughs> the box. I'm picking the box. <laughs> Cause he gotta win the box gotta win one of these. I'm sorry. One rock star. Ooh. I mean Roddy. Okay. Roddy can walk away one eventually. Okay. And I think Rockstar is more mainstream. I hear that shit all the time. Yeah, but the box. Kids just call it the it song. They're like, yeah. within our community, I'm talking about no, all kids. No, kids voters? know that. The crack no, no, kids the voters know the baby. Yeah, but they know that song, the box. When you hear that, the rock star. Yeah. All right. Go find best rap album: uh, Black Habits by D Smoke, <laughs> Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist. Wait. <laughs> Testimony by Jay Electronica, King's Disease, Nas, and Allegory Roast, Royce the Five Nine. I'm going to go Nas because I he deserves one after all these fucking years. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, never got one. Never got one. And that's why I feel like he's supposed to get it, right? Like, I kind of feel like this is his category. And if he loses to, like, B-Smoke or, you know what I'm saying, like, or Jay Electronica, like this whole shit needs to be over with. Like they should never have rap in there again. Yeah, Nas could. The only people he could lose to would it would have to be Royce or Alfredo, and and Alfredo's the better album. So it like Nas could really only lose to Freddie Gibbs. But I don't think Freddie is big enough. Yeah, but I think Alchemist. I think because of I don't how think much, Alchemist is big enough either. That's what I'm saying. They've done so much work though. Alchemist is out here, pretty much. We- we know that. 
That's very different than do they know that? You know what I'm saying? Like, like which which Griselda project do you want? The Alchemist version or the Hit Boy version? Like, or the like? It's Maybe just probably the Al because with Griselda, Al has blessed oh. them. <laughs> he has blessed them. He's destroyed them. That's what made me rethink that talk we were having about producers. Is when I started to think about what Alchemist. Did. Another future topic: most underrated producers of this year. Yeah. Cause Alchemist, whoo! But goddamn King's Disease, especially as an old head and being able to make waves like that. The legacy play too. Come on. Yeah, King's Disease has to win. I, I would just be a little bit upset if Nas didn't win, unless Freddie Gibbs got it. But there is that Jay Z factor, right? Like, does Jay Z, because it the Jay Elect project? I didn't even think about that really. Because Jay Z's project, Jay Z's project. <laughs> well, might as well, man. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like he's on it so much, I forgot. I'm like, I don't remember who did it. But uh, that's why I'm knocking it. <laughs> All right. So best rap album we both got Nas, King's Disease. Best rap song, uh, the bigger picture, the box, laugh now, cry later, Rockstar, Savage, and that's it. Ooh. Another kind of weird list. I actually don't even know who typically wins this category. It's kind of a weird category. Like it's like you're like judging lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like what? Like, <laughs> like how do you even pick this? I'm gonna go for bigger picture because I want baby to get one. Mm. I mean that is a really good. I mean the lyric. If it's is it about lyrics? What does it say? Yeah, like because it includes. Oh, it. a songwriter's award. Yeah. Writing. Hmm. That one's the only one with content. That's what I'm saying. Like I can't name <laughs> one verse from Savage or from uh, Rockstar or even the Box. Yeah, I was just like, I was going over the lyrics in my head, like, if this is about writing, none of them talk about anything good, except... Bigger picture. The bigger picture, because he's talking about the bigger picture, like, damn, I could see that. Honestly, with the fact that he didn't get any album nods, actually, I think Hit Boy did his album, too. Um, But yeah, anyways... Uh, best rap song but why is the box in this like best rap song what if they avoid it I don't know man that's tough I'm gonna just go I'm gonna just pick Roddy Rich just so I don't pick the same song uh, we gotta we gotta have a different pick alright so you can lose a point uh, best music video Brown Skin Girl, Beyonce, Life is Good, Future, and Drake, Lockdown, Anderson, Pop, Pack, Adore You, Harry Styles, and Goliath, Wood Kid. I'm just going to go and say Beyonce. That aesthetic stimulus package she got from her sister, <laughs> she has been running with it and killing it. Wait, all oh, that category was not next. Which one did you just say? Best music video. Oh, music video. What? 
On my list, it is. Oh, damn. <laughs> I'm not using the Grammys one. That one's... Uh, uh, all right, whatever. Um, shit. Just go tell me the nominees one more time because I can't find them. Brown Skin Girl, Beyonce, Life is Good, Future, and Drake, Lockdown, Anderson, Pack, Adore You by Harry Styles, and Goliath by Woodkid. Oh, see, I didn't even see Woodkid shit because usually he does really dope music. Videos. It's dope. It's not as dope as his older ones, but it's dope. Like, it's kind of like a statement on, you know, coal mining kind of, you know, oh. and like us destroying the environment. Hmm. Interesting. Um, well, you kind of can't beat Beyonce visually. Yeah, been killing it visually. I mean, you know what Kanye said? Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time. <laughs> I mean, look, that, that stimulus package she got from her sister, it's been working very well for her. Yeah. That's how it goes. She's got her daughter in there. She had a little Peter Nyong'o. Yeah, it's definitely vibes. So I'm going Beyonce. Same. Especially since I haven't seen most of the other videos. What do I have next? Uh, best solo, uh, pop solo performance. Mm-hmm. Yummy. <laughs> oh boy. By Justin Bieber, Say So by Doja Cat, uh, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now, Dua Lipa. Watermelon Sugar, Harry Styles, and Cardigan by Taylor Swift. All right, I hate this list. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> <laughs> yummy, yummy. Oh, it's got to be yummy, yo. It's got to be. <laughs> uh, Cardigan, like I said, is not even the best song on the album. I don't know why it's nominated so many times. Um, same with Lipa. Go watermelon sugar. You know, Harry Styles actually his album wasn't nominated, right? I don't think so. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it was. I'm lying. Okay. I haven't heard. I mean, I've heard these songs. I don't listen to them like that. But I've heard watermelon sugar a lot, so I'm just gonna say watermelon sugar. Okay. All right, Dario with the Harry Styles. That's crazy. I'm going to have to go left field because... Yummy? Okay, I'm going to write you down. Nah, bro, I'm going to pick Doja Cat because you think she... If Doja Cat can win the category, you think she can win? Then she she could. She could. Say so is a big song, I'm not going to lie. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I was like, I hated it, but I, I, I could see, I see the appeal. I see it. I just, not for me. All right, best pop vocal album, Changes by Justin Bieber. How I don't know. Lady Gaga, Chromatica, Dua Lipa, uh, Future Nostalgia, Harry Styles, Fine Line, and Taylor Swift Folklore. Hmm. I'm going Taylor. Going safe route. Um. 
this. Okay. Uh, Justin Biebs is trash. Um, ooh, yeah, this is kind of between Taylor and Dua Lipa. But what do you go with? You go with the dance grooves or you go with the songwriting? I went with the safe industry route, and that is Taylor Swift, always. Facts. Big facts. And honestly, I think with the uh, controversy, I feel like this is kind of Taylor's year, her comeback year. Like, I feel like she kind of, like, has a lot of momentum, if that makes sense, because I feel like she had a lot of hate, and she's trying to get over that hate train a little bit that was... Yeah, she got to take back control a little bit, for sure. Yeah, so I feel like I feel like her label spent some money to get these noms, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and uh, I feel like folklore, I just her fan base is nuts. I just think that it, in comparison to future nostalgia, and it actually being slightly better than other shit she's done, you'd probably take it. You're probably right too. So I'm surprised you didn't pick. Uh, future nostalgia, though. I thought about it, but I don't. I don't think it made enough waves. Like it was successful, but I don't think it was like groundbreaking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was just like, oh, this is good. <laughs> that was it. That's now. <laughs> here's now. Here's where things really get interesting because these are the hardest categories to pick right now. Um, Best rock performance, because this is the most interesting. And I honestly think these are some of the best songs to have come out this year. And the fact that none of them really got nominated is crazy to me. But best rock performance between Fiona Apple, Shamika, Big Thief, not Phoebe Bridgers, uh, Kyoto, Steps by Hyam, uh, Stay High, Brittany Howard, and Grace Potter, Daylight. To be honest, this category is hard. This was a very hard category for me because all of these songs actually got it kind of right. The only one I would kind of not put in there would be Big Thief, not kind of by the numbers, but mm-hmm. the rest of these songs, really fucking good. <laughs> like, really good. I don't really know how to gauge this one. Like, and they're really different from each other, so I don't really know which direction we're looking for. You know what I'm saying? Really different. Like, Shamika is so different. Like, Fiona Apple by herself is just so different from Brittany Howard and Hyam. I think it's between those three, personally. I think Phoebe could win, but I don't. I feel like I'd be doing it a disservice if they didn't give it to Haim over Phoebe. It would definitely be doing a disservice, but I could see it winning just because she is kind of like the the up and coming it girl. I think they're trying to push her out a little bit. So, but like you said, those other songs are, are really fucking good. <laughs> like really good. I is wow. I love that song. I still love that song. I do. But I don't know if you're going to win this category. That's what messed me up, though, is because I thought about how much I like that song and then had to think about it not being good enough to win. Um, Especially because Fiona Apple is such an American staple. And this is almost like... She's kind of the artist's artist. You know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah. If they're going to go like the artist artist route, I can definitely see her winning. If you're going to go kind of like the popular route, she wouldn't win in this category. Nah, she wouldn't. But 
that artist shit she was doing. Saying, like the artistry shit. Is like, <laughs> where are we gonna go here? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what are we doing? Like, cause because she, that's a performance. What she was doing yeah. was a because this is like There's, I don't know. It's not like it's hard to describe that song. Like, I really can't. It's just really fucking good. And kind of inspirational. Like, <laughs> you're, you're like, all right, but weird. But Steps is so good too. Actually, when I heard Steps, I, that made me be like, all right, they they need to win. They need to take home a trophy. Like, Heim deserves. I'm going to have to pick Heim, I think. And honestly, Daylight is. This is a group really, of them. Really it's good. like, how do you beat a group? Like, Daylight is really, really good. I just think it wasn't nearly popular enough. Yeah. So you're going Heim, huh? So I'm going to go artist, artist route then. I'm going to say Fiona, Fiona sneaks this one. Oh, wow. We picked, all right. So no Phoebe. This was the hardest category for me by far. Like, I like too many of these songs equally. Yeah. And I'm it makes say no Phoebe bad. because these other ones are like kind of legacy acts that haven't necessarily gotten their recognition from the Grammys. Yeah. But they've always been known to be like really good. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, that's where it's like tough. Like it's kind of just like, I mean, it'd be nice for you to get it, but I mean, it'd be crazy if Fiona kind of cleaned up. Like if they went the artist route in the Grammys, Fiona could walk away with a couple easily. Um, best rock song: Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers, Lost in Yesterday, uh, Tame Impala, Not uh, Big Beef. Shamika, Fiona Apple, and Stay High, Brittany Howard. A little weird. I'm gonna go Kyoto. Mm. Okay. Mm. I'm not sure, but I'm going Kyoto. All right. Um... Like my order from, I think my order could really be flipped. Like, uh, Phoebe wins best rock performance, and then Fiona wins best rock song. Or well, either. I'm trying to like, cause I'm like, I might take your Fiona for this one. <laughs> I'm like, yo, Fiona might have to get this one then, cause uh, but then like Brittany Howard, I wanted her to win, but to be honest, yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to Fiona. She's she's kind of that's a standout track too. Yeah. Uh, best rock album Fontaine's DC. Oh, a little thing about that, uh, Shamika. Did you hear? Um, yeah, Shamika put out a song. Yeah, yeah. It's called Shamika said. Yeah, and it's like featuring on album. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was right. No, that's. It was by far one of the coolest things I've seen musically this year. Yeah. Um, that whole, yeah, whatever. But best rock album, uh, Hero's Death by Fontaine's DC, Kiwanuka by Michael Kiwanuka, uh, Daylight by Grace Potter, Sound and Fury, Sturgill Simpson, and The New Abnormal by The Strokes. Only album I actually heard here was Grace Potter's, and it was really, really good. So I'm just going to say her, even though I'm not sure if she'll win. Yeah, I didn't hear everybody's project on this one. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, it's the strokes, right? I got to give it to the strokes. <laughs> I didn't hear everybody else's album, so I have no idea. You should listen to Grace Potter. Her voice is crazy. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, Daylight. No, that's right. Did I hear that? You might have heard the song Daylight. Yeah, I think I just heard the song. I didn't listen to the whole album. But that song is good. It's really good. Okay, so there's an album with that same vibe. Ooh, Over the Strokes. That's tough. I'm going to go with the Strokes still, just because I don't know. Right, this is another very tough category for me. Best alternative album, uh, Hyperspace Beck, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, Fiona Apple, Punisher, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, Jamie, Brittany Howard, and the Slow Rush, Tame Impala. You know how much I love Tame Impala's Slow Rush album. Um, yeah. But I don't know, Phil beat out Phoebe and Fiona. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. I want to give Phoebe a thing, but I just don't know if I can give it to her over Fiona as a project. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to give it to Fetch the Bolt Cutters because I really think that they're gonna reward her for her effort this time around. So just gonna ignore Tame, huh? Yeah. Ooh. Hey, Fiona. Who was your pick? Fiona. Oh, so you're just going to copy me, huh? No, I was going to. I was headed that way anyways. Uh. <laughs> All right. Uh, last three. Dance recording on my mind by Diplo. Uh, my high disclosure, flume the difference. Both both of us by J, Jada G, I think, and ten uh, percent by K Tronada. This was also a very hard one for me because they all slap. <laughs> um, best dance recording, right? Uh, yeah, best dance recording. Uh, damn. Because you were breaking up a little bit. I couldn't hear all the things. Dance electronic. Okay. Um, oh. I went K-Tronada. I bet you're going to pick Flume, huh? I went K-Tronada. Even that Flume. Oh, you went K-Tronada. Oh, you slide W. That Flume that got was like, not get me wrong. That's another snub. Toro Imoa didn't get in. Let me just chill. Oh, Yeah. 070 Shake either. I thought I thought 070 might get a look. I knew she wouldn't because nobody talked about her album. Yeah. Because Kanye didn't do shit to promote her his artist. But that shit was so good, man. It was like people stopped. People didn't even talk about it the next week. That's how I knew he wasn't gonna get now. <laughs> um let's see. My high was all right. Both of us. Nah. Mm, that Caliuchis is probably my favorite song on it, too. The K Tronada, I guess. 
So I'm going to have to go with that. Honestly, I like her whole vibe on that song. It was just wavy. All right. You're just going to copy me. That's cool. Yeah. Best dance slash electronic album, Kick One, Kick Eye, or Kick One, maybe, by Arca, Planets Mad by Bauer, Energy, Disclosure, Disclosure, Bubba, Keitronada, Good Faith, Madion. I'm going Keitronada again. Oh, really? Yeah. I think this uh, is year. I think this is year to finally break through. Yeah, but I don't did you hear a couple of these other albums? I heard Madion. Well, Arca and Bauer brought some heat. Yeah, you're gonna have to listen to them shits. Tell me, I'm gonna tell you right now, you might even fuck with it. It's like, whoa. Well, Arca is kind of experimental, actually. It's it's almost like um uh you know how uh FKA Twigs had that Magdalene album, mm-hmm. but it was like real experimental a little bit. It's got vibes like that, but like with more EDM focus, like more electronic focus. So it's kind of like really wavy shit. And well, she's- I haven't heard him, so I can't got nothing to base it off of. So, but I did hear Keishonada. Mm. All right. I'm going to have to go with the... Uh... buzzing heavily. That's true. Um, I think I'm have to go with Planets Mad. Who's that, Bauer? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Last one is comedy. Oh. It's, let me see if I can find it. All right. Uh, Black Mitzvah by Tiffany Haddish, which the title alone isn't funny. Um, I Love Everything, Patton Oswald, The Pale Taurus, Jim Gaffigan, Paper Tiger, Bill Burr, and 23 Hours to Kill, Jerry Seinfeld. I'm going to say Paper Tiger. Hmm. Interesting. Um... Huh. That's a good pick. I'm going to just go with Seinfeld because it's Seinfeld. Even if it's not funny? I got you. I don't think they care at this point. I mean... Nobody was talking about it, but people were talking about Paper Tiger. That's true. I mean, Black Mitzvah people were talking about. I just don't think she's funny, so I'm not going to give it to her. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't hear Pat Patton Oswald. I haven't heard it about him in a minute. He's a weird comedian, but um Bill Burr deserves it, so I wouldn't be mad. Um that would be dope. But just to keep it separated, I'm gonna go ahead and rock with my man Jerry. Alright. Jerry on the boring tip. All right, people, that is our nominations and predictions for Grammys 2021. Um, obviously, we will circle back around to this when it drops, when it actually happens. I think, what, February normally? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, something like that. Tally it up. Mark up my W here in a couple months, you know? Yeah, I'm adding another one to the list. 
So I mean, y'all know I just destroyed him in these picks. So yeah, we'll see. So if you guys, uh, you know, want to let us know what your opinions are about any of this, any of the, any of your predictions, who you think win, who you think should win, again, tell us who your snubs are, who the surprises are. Uh, yeah, let us know in the comments anywhere that this will go up. And by the time this goes up, this will probably be the last day of our Black Friday sale where everything is off 50% in our store, including this shirt right here. This hat, this shirt over there. All of it 50% off. So by the time this goes up, this will be the last day. So do not miss out. But yeah, we'll be back. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you like what you're hearing, please like, subscribe, follow, do all that jazz. It'll all be in the descriptions. We'll be back shortly with another one of these and another guest, I'm sure, or some listening party or something exciting for you guys. So please stay tuned. We'll catch you guys soon. Peace. Peace, y'all. Keep living life fearless. Yeah.